Hello! Welcome to Tay to Z, where we chat about every Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab, and we will be your hosts on this journey. In our last episode, we talked about Labyrinth from Midnight's. Oh, so good. Mm. Just so good. <laughs> and today, a complete 180, we are discussing the song Carolina from Where the Crawdads Sing the original motion picture soundtrack. Yes, it took us a while to cover this song yes. because we had to, I had to read the book and we both had to see the movie. Mm -hmm. And it was just a bit of homework that kept getting pushed off for us. Just a little bit, <laughs> you know, and one thing after another. And then, you know, she released Midnights and there was this whole new album and it's just, We've just know, been derailed from our alphabet. Derailed yes. completely. <laughs> so we know that listeners have been asking for it. So yes. we are finally covering Carolina. It's here. It's mm -hmm. time. Carolina is the first track on the Where the Crawdads Sing original motion picture soundtrack. <laughs> the single for Carolina was released on June 24th, 2022, and the whole soundtrack was later released on July 15th, 2022. This song was solely written by Taylor with production from Aaron Dessner. Our guy. Our, our guy. Our guy producing it. This song has not been played live yet. My prediction is that one of the nights on the tour, this will be like a surprise song. I, I agree. Maybe in a Carolina. Maybe in a Carolina. <laughs> That's my, Get out of here. That, that is my prediction. That's a prediction. An official Tata Z prediction. She's, she's going to play it like in like Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> So, as I mentioned before, we have both seen the Where the Crawdads Sing movie, mm -hmm. and I have read the book. However, we will not be spoiling anything regarding either the movie or the book other than publicly available synopsis information mm -hmm. and what's shown in the movie trailer. Cool. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. So the, so the story <laughs> involves some, some mystery to it. Yes. We'll not be revealing the mystery. We'll just be talking about how the movie relates to the song, our feelings about the song, how it works in the movie. Mm -hmm. If you like this song and you haven't seen or read the book or the movie, we're not going to spoil that for you. Right. Because any, in any mystery, it's more fun to read it when you don't know or see the it, ending. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Or see it. Yeah. Would you recommend the movie, you think? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that it is necessary to really understand the song to see the movie like you have to see the movie and like know what the plot is and like who the char main character is and her journey to be able to really like get the song because mm. besides that like the song well and I'll we'll get into that. we'll get into that yeah yeah, yeah. so i'd say if you love this song and kind of want to know more i would recommend seeing the movie or reading the book for sure yeah okay so mm -hmm. Devin, mm -hmm. what do you think about Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> this is a very interesting song. I didn't really know what to expect of this song when it first came out because I had not read the book yet and hadn't seen the movie. And so this song dropped and I was like, oh gosh, wow, Taylor wrote a song for a movie. Cool. Like, that's really neat. I didn't know what it was going to be, the sound, and that the fact that it was written for the credits, like, mm -hmm. what does that mean? You know, I mean, we've talked about a couple of her other movie songs yeah. before from, like, The Hunger Games, and, and I wasn't really a fan of that one. Mm. And so I was like, you know, songs that she writes for a specific, like, with specific parameters mm. sometimes fall flat for me. Mm -hmm. 
And so I was really interested in this one. And when I heard it for the first time, I didn't get it at all. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. I didn't really like it that much when I first heard it. And I think I only listened to it once before we started working on it for the pod. Yeah, you have. And watched the movie and everything. And, and since then, I've I've listened to it quite a bit more. Having seen the movie, mm-hmm. it makes a whole lot more sense. Mm-hmm. This has her folklore evermore voice all over it. I'm pretty sure she wrote it during that time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's got the great storytelling. It's got her low, smoky vocal. Mm-hmm. It's got that really interesting form that isn't just the regular pop or regular you yeah. know, ABA form. It, it, it's a very interesting to listen to folk song. I think it's also really neat that she had Aaron produce this, because if she was in Folklore and Evermore world, Aaron was in her realm, Mm -hmm. and was probably just like, yeah, let's do it, let's figure this out. I love the instrumentation of this song. The banjo, the guitar, the fiddle, it is the vibe, it Mm -hmm. is that folk vibe, it's the bluegrassy, it's this Appalachian kind of thing going Mm -hmm. on, and totally fits in the world of what she's trying to do for this movie and for this song and the sound. I'm usually, as we know from a couple of Folklore and Evermore songs, mm-hmm. I'm usually not the biggest fan of her staying in her lower lower register for the whole song. Mm-hmm. And this one I think really, really fits because of what she's doing with it, the mystery, the, the intrigue, the mysticism mm-hmm. of this atmosphere. I think it's filled with foreboding and it, it works a lot for this yeah. song. I love how her vocal appears out of thin air at the beginning of the song. Yeah. You know, there's no instrument or ping before. It's just the, oh, Caroline. It's like this ghost just like appears yeah. to start singing this tale about this girl. That's such a um, cool way to, to describe it too. Appears out of thin air. Yeah. 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 It's just like, here she is. Here's her vocal. I love it. And mm. then you get then you get the instrumentation coming in on Carolina. Yeah. Uh, or, oh, Carolina. The one, the, yeah. On Lina, yeah. The downbeat. It, it's so good. It's just really interesting. And I was waiting for it the whole time in the movie and I, I didn't realize that it was the credit song oh i thought you knew that no i, I had no idea that it was a credit song <laughs> oh. until it was the credits and oh. so i was like waiting for it to be like during a montage or something mm. or like you know who knows the opening credits yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't know this one definitely gets stuck in your head really easily all day i've been singing yeah, that <laughs> i do feel like it is a little long I, I think that it drags a little bit, but then the last verse is just so interesting that pulls you back in. Mm. There's like that middle part, the oh's that kind of drags, mm-hmm. and but you get back to that last verse and you're like, oh my god, like they thought that you were guilty and you're laying in a liar's bed and like what is this about? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, the movie, got it. That's okay. She did, of course, have to make it fit the whole credits. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. She probably had to add on some stuff. Yeah. But with every listen, it grows on me more and more. However, I don't necessarily go out of my way to listen to it. And yeah. I don't think I will. Mm. Um, I definitely like it a lot more now that I understand it better. And yeah. I, I get it. But I still, I still don't think that it's one, you know, maybe I'll put it on my chill tunes list and yeah. have it playing when, you know, it's a rainy day or whatever. Mm-hmm. I would listen to it then. Yeah. But it's definitely, 
Definitely a grower mm-hmm. on me. Gab, what do you think about Carolina? I really love how Taylor's voice sounds in this song as well. There's this like deep, soulful, sad quality to it. And I also just find it really pleasing. Like mm. the quality and tone of her voice is like, I really like it in mm-hmm. this song. It also is like slightly haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that fits perfectly with the vibe of the movie, the vibe of the marshlands. I really love the different strings and strumming sounds in a song. I think that the mandolin was also used. And I just like really like mm. that sound. And I like all the strumming kind of throughout the whole mm-hmm. song. I find that part really pleasing. I also love the sound of the lyrics, indelible scars, pivotal marks. Mm. You know, it's like, that's so Taylor and her folklore evermore yeah, bag. Yeah. You know, her poetry lyrics. Ooh. You know, I agree. I also found the song a touch long and repetitive, like mostly at the ending, mm. which I agree after we had seen the credits, I kind of got why it kind of repeated. Mm-hmm. It feels like it repeats one more time than you want it to almost. Mm. And I understand that because the credits are long. And so for it to fit the whole credits and not have another song there, that's what they had to yeah. do. And so that made a lot more sense to me. But I do, I think it goes on like maybe like 40 seconds too long. Yeah, I for agree. Me. I, it definitely gets stuck in your head. And that's like kind of surprising for such a so slow ballad, mm-hmm. but it's been stuck in my head all week. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've been just singing like the, you didn't see me here. <laughs> I'll just randomly be like, okay. Yeah. You have like- been. <laughs> Ultimately, I think it's really cool that Taylor is so often inspired by books that she reads Mm -hmm. and that like you know she can just reach out to other creators and be like hey i wrote this song for your upcoming movie what do you think like i think that's really cool and i you know i love that for her and for us as fans the getting songs in between albums like that's always fun and exciting so i'm really glad that carolina exists Mm -hmm. i don't know how often i'll turn to it either but i definitely like it more than i did yeah i definitely like understand like why she was inspired by the story while she was in the folklore Mm -hmm. evermore vibe you know and like why she's writing these fictional stories these folk tales and she reads this book that makes total sense you know these characters stay with her i think that's really cool it's very much in the realm of like no body no crime and like cowboy like me and like Mm -hmm. you know it's a folklore kind of song yeah yeah yeah. so it it really fits i think it's funny though too that you know, you say, oh, how cool is it that she can just call up, you know, somebody and say, hey, I have a song that I want to use in your movie. And then yeah. that person's just like, cool. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I can't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I can't, I can't be like, hey, like, I'm a really good tap dancer. I think that I'd be great in your show. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're just like, okay, yeah, come on in. Yeah. But she had you to know? have much work and like credit she had to build up for that to be the case, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I talk about that specific story in Gossip Gab. So in lieu of our relate to section, because I don't think either of us relate to living in Carolina or having any of the experiences that Kaya has in this movie or in story. <laughs> yeah, and there there definitely could be ways we could figure out how to relate to it. Yeah. But instead... Instead, we're going to... See how well this song has fit into the movie and if it really like works in that world and what we think about it in regards to the movie. Yeah. And I think it fits great. Yeah. I think it fits perfectly. I think that Taylor read this book and was like, I know exactly the sound and vibe that I want for this kind of a song. And it... <laughs> It works. And Mm. I'm sure that when she sent it off, they were probably like, oh, yeah, well, this is actually really fantastic. And this is this is great. I also think that you can't understand the song fully, like I said, 
until you have seen or read read the book mm-hmm. or, or seen the movie. And so I think that that detracts from the song a little bit. Mm. Yes, you can enjoy the song without having seen the movie or knowing the story, but you appreciate it so much more with the knowledge mm. of it. I think that it does. It kind of pulls away from the listenability of the song. I think that's very evident in how we reacted to the song originally. Mm, you know? Yeah. I think then that that makes the song a little bit too enmeshed with the movie. Mm. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I'm, I think that, that just is what it was for me, at least. Yeah. And, you know, I think that this song really captures, like, the trials and, like, the pain that the main character has to go through. Mm-hmm. And I also think that Carolina knows, and Carolina is the only thing that knows because Kaya lives alone. Mm-hmm. She lives in the wilderness. She lives in this marshland by herself. You don't know that unless you've seen the movie or if you know the story. Yeah. You know, if you just listen to the song, you're like, okay. Well, Karen. some people might know that already, like from just like the synopsis or whatever. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I, I think that the mood of the song fits perfectly mm-hmm. with the movie. And I love too. That there are motifs of the song sprinkled throughout the whole sh- movie. Oh, there there were moments where I honestly thought that the song was about to start, oh, or that like it was leading into it. it. Yeah, and then so when the song actually happens in the credits, you're like, oh, I've heard parts of this song mm. before already in the movie. Yeah, and I think that's really really nicely done, and it it's I think a perfect fit for the credits. Yeah. So, what do you think? Yeah, especially with this. The credits, this movie, there being this kind of reveal of sorts that then it leads into the song. Mm-hmm. So you're just like sitting there with your thoughts, thinking about everything that you just saw in the story, and then the song comes in. You know, like you're, it's not the kind of movie that you immediately turn off the credits. Yeah. You're like sitting with your thoughts. Yeah. I agree. I think it, the song fits perfectly with the movie. I think it's really clear that Taylor was so inspired by the book and the character of Kaya and that she just like wanted to capture that story. I think she in the song she really captured like the vibe and the feeling of the movie and those repeated lines of and you didn't see me here they never did see me here are also perfect for that like murder mystery vibe. Mm -hmm. And also I get why she repeats them again in that way especially like there's this false ending to the song Mm -hmm. after they never saw me there's this like slight pause for emphasis before she goes back into the last verse like Mm -hmm. that's where you think it's the end of the song and then it goes into one last and it's really interesting that that pause is they never saw me Mm because like that idea of her being you know like an outsider and not being seen and only Carolina and like the nature understanding who Mm -hmm. she is. The Marsh understanding her, yeah. Yeah. So I think like listening it to it more made me also get like, oh, this is why it's so long. And then also seeing the credits really made me understand that because they didn't want to use any other songs. They only wanted this song to be the full credits. Got it. Which I think is very interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think it really works and I think it really works in the world of the story. Yeah. Cool. Well, now we get to the segment of... Gossip. As we've already mentioned, Taylor wrote Carolina for the Where the Crawdads Sing movie, which was adapted from Delia Owen's best-selling book of the same name. The plot follows Kaya, who's played by Daisy Edgar-Jones. So good. She's, she's really she's good. She's so good. Who grows up in the 1950s in the North Carolina marshlands. 
She's abandoned at an early age and learns to survive on her own in the marshlands. The song is written from Kaya's point of view. Oh, she, she, Daisy Edgar Jones, like... Yeah, she was great. So good. We should see what else she's in. I think she was in the Normal People TV show. Oh. Um, we didn't watch that, she, she, but she's so, in that. So, so good. So when the trailer to Where the Crawdads Sing first came out, a snippet of Carolina was used in it. And about the song, Taylor said, Where the Crawdads Sing is a book I got absolutely lost in when I read it years ago. I wanted to create something haunting and ethereal to match this mesmerizing mm. story. Haunting. She used she, haunting. Yeah. Ooh, look at you. You know. Taylor took to Twitter upon the song's release. She said, About a year and a half ago, I wrote a song about the story of a girl who always lived on the outside looking in, figuratively and literally. The juxtaposition of her loneliness and independence. Her curiosity and fear all tangled up. Her persisting gentleness and the world's betrayal of it. I wrote this one alone in the middle of the night, and then Aaron Dessner and I meticulously worked on a sound that we felt would be authentic to the moment when this story takes place. Mm. I made a wish that one day you would hear it. Carolina is out now. Mm, cool. Yeah. And like classic Taylor, like always being curious about someone on the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. That's like always been a theme since her first album that she yeah. explored. Uh, the lyrics of the song personify North Carolina itself, uh, sung about as if the place were a close lover or a friend. Carolina knows why for years I roam, freeze these birds, light as whispers, Carolina knows. Mm-hmm. And the chorus hints at the main mystery of the book, into the mist, into the clouds, don't leave, I make a fist, I'll make it count. And there are places I will never ever go and things that only Carolina will ever know. Mm. So only Carolina will know the answer to the mystery. Taylor and Aaron Desnett recorded Carolina in one take using only instruments authentic to the movie's early 1950s setting. Love it. Which is really cool. And, like, so them. Yeah. Like, so, like, indie, creative, yeah. like, you know? Just, yes. But so I think good. it's really cool, and I think it it's why the song fits into the yeah. story so well. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Into that world. And that folky Appalachia vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Taylor wrote Carolina without being commissioned. What? Yeah. And then she sent it to the director, Olivia Newman. (laughs) Yeah. So she didn't write this song for the movie or like because of the book, there might be a movie. She heard they were going to do a movie and she wrote, she wrote the song and then like was like, hey. So this is the quote from the director. She had gone and written this song out of just pure inspiration and sort of said, I don't know if you'll like it, but here it is. What? (laughs) Yeah. The first time I listened to it, I just started bawling and I said, I don't know what's happening to me right now. I mean, I love singing along to Taylor Swift songs, but I never cry like this. Wow. The song was submitted before filming started and Newman said it ended up shaping the entire movie. Wow. It's hard to know exactly what song would be the perfect fit for it, but obviously when I heard the song for the first time, I had an initial response to it, which was the same feeling when I finished the book. I knew that that was the feeling I wanted to leave the movie on. So immediately I thought this is going to be a perfect fit for the end of the movie. Wow. Yeah. So like, (laughs) not only like she didn't write this song like for the movie. She did, but because she heard they were doing the movie and she was inspired by the book and wrote this song. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah, And it helped shape the movie. She's just like, I got, I felt like I just wanted to write a song for this. And she's like, you might not like it. Yeah. Only Taylor. I'd love if you'd listen to it. Yeah. And I mean, also, so the movie was produced by Reese Witherspoon's company, Hello Sunshine. Yeah. So I know Reese and Taylor know each other. So I'm sure there was a lot of connections sure. there. But the director was the one who 
heard it and made that decision. Wow. I know. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. Yeah. So that's what you were saying earlier, like constraints. I don't think she had any constraints. They may have asked her to make it longer, mm-hmm. but like she just wrote the song. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, Devin. Uh-huh. What's your favorite line in Carolina? I really like Carolina Creeks running through my veins. Mm. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's perfect. That is what is. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, I think that it describes Kaya perfectly. Like, the whole movie, the whole story, she's on the water, she's mm-hmm. in the boat, like, she's swimming, she's... She's one like, with the mark. It makes sense that instead of blood, it's it's Carolina Creeks, like, the water of this world that helps me and gives me calm and I live in and it's everything that I draw, it's everything that I see, it's yeah. everything, like, it, it's such a great line. Mm-hmm. Mm. Cap, what's your favorite line? I love, love, love in the beginning. Last I was born, lonesome I came, lonesome I'll always stay. Oof. I think that it's just like, oh, it's like, it's so sad, but it's so true. And this character that's so lonely and so alone, I just think it like sets that feeling, that vibe. And then and it's just a very sad lyric. Yeah. But also captures her life in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Okay, Devin. Mm-hmm. From one to ten, webs we weave. Ooh, I know it's a good one, right? That's good. What do you give Carolina? The moment of truth. I've been thinking about this a lot. Okay. I am obviously rating it higher than I would have previously. Okay. Because it, it's jumped up a bit. Yeah. You know? So I th- still think, though, that I'm going to give it five. Mm-hmm. Five webs we weave. I think that it is a middle-of-the-road song for me. I think that there are parts of it that I really enjoy. I think that there are parts of it that are just, you know, hmm. mm-hmm. I think it's long. I don't think that I'll be listening to it very much. But I think that for what the song is, I feel like its purpose in the movie and everything is perfect. Mm -hmm. And I still do think that it is a credit song. So it feels like it's serving a purpose Mm -hmm. instead of being a song that is like quintessential Mm -hmm. and that you can listen to anytime, anyplace. Yeah, I get that. So five for me. Gab from One to Ten Webs We Weave. What do you give the song? I am also going to give Carolina five webs we weave. That's the number that like my heart settled on. Yep. And look, it's okay if you guys disagree with us. Like I, I like this song. I think I don't think it's a bad song. It's just like, you know, these ratings are our subjective ratings. And so I don't think I will turn to this song over any song on Evermore Folklore, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like I think I like most of those songs more. But you're right, it could be on, like, a chill playlist, but it's mm-hmm. not like I'm going to be in the car, like, jamming to this song. Yeah. It's not, like, a pump-up song. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's very pleasing to the ear. Like, I really like the the strumming. But it's, it is, it's, there's a sadness to it, a haunting quality. Like, it fits the vibe of the movie, but I don't like to live in that vibe very much. For sure. If that makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, I tend to avoid most of Taylor's sad songs. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes there's a time and place for that. Oftentimes, the world is kind of sad enough already that I don't necessarily, like, add sadness to it. For sure. I think that's part of why, you know, you didn't know the plot of the, 
story, but I did. And so why I was like putting off watching the movie because mm. I knew there were like some upsetting themes. For sure. And I was like, I don't know if I want to watch that, you know? Yeah. It's like, when's the right time to like really watch a movie like that? Yeah. Know? But it's also like, it's an interesting story and mm-hmm. it's cool to learn and to like experience different stories and stuff, you yeah. know? So like, I think that there is a like a time and place for that. Mm-hmm. It's just been like in the last couple of years, I've been like not seeking out yeah. sadder media. <laughs> for sure. I, I agree with that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So so for me, it's still five webs we weave, but I do really like it. I think it's so creative that they only used instruments that were available before mm-hmm. the 1950s. Like that's really, really cool and nerdy. Like yeah. I like that a lot. But yeah, it's still like would fall in the bottom half of my favorite Taylor songs. Yes. You know? Yeah, and I I think adding to all of this is that the listenability aspect of the song yeah for me it's part uh, is a big part of my rating at yeah. least how how often will I listen to it do I like listening to it on repeat that sort of thing yeah so um for me that that's why I I gave it a five yeah it's like like I'm thinking about like listenability like for me like you finish spoiler you're on your own kid and you immediately want to play it again yes you know it's like that's a different feeling of a song yeah Yeah, it's interesting though because i wasn't expecting it to get so stuck in my head this week so Mm -hmm. i wonder if i will be playing it more because of that maybe we'll see we'll see listen along with us check us out on instagram at tata z podcast and give us all your thoughts do you completely disagree with us do you want to tell us why you haven't seen the movie or book, but you still really like the song? I don't know if that exists, but if you do, let us know. Could be. Yeah, we just, we want to hear all your thoughts. And you know, you can talk about the book and movie if you want with me too. Like, and Devin, we yeah. we both now know the story, so we can discuss that as mm-hmm. well. You know, it's been out since 2018, so the movie yeah. since last year. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, you can find exclusive bonus content on our Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Yes. And thank you as always to our patrons. You are the absolute, absolute best. Thank you. Well, next episode, we'll be covering Picture to Burn from Taylor Swift. Back to the alphabet. Did We're back you miss to the it? Alphabet. <laughs> it's been a while. Come hang with us. I'm Devin. And I'm Gab. This has been Tata Z. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>